This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is Daniel Al-Sudini. He's based overseas. He's an employee at a current company and can't wait to break free. For your chance to win 100 bucks, Top Tribe, simply subscribe to the podcast now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Again, text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. I give away 100 bucks every Monday. Folks, many of you reach out to me and you say, Nathan, so many guests on your show talk about the importance of batching. But whenever I try and batch, you tell me this. You go, Nathan, they don't book back-to-back times. So you, or they don't show up after they book. It's frustrating. The answer is, guys, you have to use smart tools. I use a tool called Acuity Scheduling at nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. I'll tell you specifically how I use it later on in the episode. Nathan Latka here. Hope you guys are off to a great new year. This is episode 537. I'm actively building and buying SaaS companies. The top inbox.com was the last one I bought. If you have a deal, send it my way. And be sure to tune in tomorrow morning for episode 538. You're going to learn from Next.io founders. They've raised a million bucks in pre and uh, their pre-revenue. They're aiming for a $6 million Series A for a smart sales automation tool. Nathan Latke here. Good morning, everybody. Our guest today is Justin McGill, and his entrepreneurial journey started in 2008 when he started a digital agency. After he scaled that out, he launched LeadFuse, a B2B lead generation platform. He's also the co-host of the Zero to Scale podcast, which gives a behind-the-scenes look at growing a startup to 100K per month in MRR. Justin, are you ready to take us to the top? Let's do it. All right. Tell us about LeadFuse. What do you do, and how do you generate revenue? Yeah, so essentially we're a software platform. We actually started off as a kind of a productized service, but we're we're now fully a, a software platform. And basically we allow you to discover contact information and kind of automate that that outreach to your ideal customers, uh, or at least your ideal prospective customers, and then turn those into you know sales opportunities. And how do you generate revenue? So basically it's a it's a you know a subscription. So people pay to access the the platform. So um, you know, essentially you get a certain number of, of leads and, and you can send a certain number of emails and, and whatnot. What is the, so I see you have 150 bucks per user per month, all the way up to 400 bucks per user per month. What's the average customer paying you per month? Yeah, it's, it's roughly about 175 or so dollars a month is, is kind of the average. Okay. And is that, is that what a, a whole business would pay you or what, what a, a seat on a business would pay you? So it's a seat, but right now we're, we're primarily, there's a lot of like early stage companies that use us. And so, uh, it's, it's predominantly like one seat. Um, and so we're, we're, we'll gradually start to move up market, but right now it's, it's primarily one seat. We've got a couple that are, you know, two or three, but okay. it's, it's primarily one seat. And how many customers are paying you here in December, 2016? Uh, roughly 175 or so. 175. Yeah, right around there. That makes the math easy. Can I just do 175 ARPU times 175 customers to get an MRR of about 30 grand? Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. Awesome. Yep. Very cool. Talk to us about funding. Are you bootstrapping this or have you raised capital? Yeah, so 
started off completely bootstrapped. We just recently raised some money, like a small round, 150,000. We, we may end up adding another 100,000 or so, but uh, we, we raised 150,000. We've got some awesome investors like, like Rob Walling of Drip, who I know you've uh, you've talked about their their product. They just recently sold the lead pages, but he's an investor. Uh, David Hauser and uh, Adam Gustafson are, are three investors currently. Why does David Hauser ring about? Is that Grasshopper? Grasshopper, yep, yeah. Yep, very successful. Uh, <laughs> had, an, had an exit there, does uh, Chargeify now. And why did you decide to uh, actually? They just sold Chargeify. That was a pretty good deal. Yeah. I, I think yeah. that's public. Um, uh, wh- why did you decide to take capital? Basically, we we wanted to validate the the software and and kind of validate the business first, and then kind of take on software to help us get to that next stage and start to you know invest more into marketing, which you know marketing and sales, and which and that's something we're we're just now starting really. Was that a convertible note or equity round? Equity. Oh wow! Okay, this is so super, yeah. okay. Pretty pretty small equity round. Most people will do convertible note of that size. Why did you decide to do an equity round? We we don't plan on doing uh, another round. You know, like this is going to be just basically a, it's a one shot deal. Um, you know, we we kind of have the business structured where we're not going to need to raise more. So we kind of wanted to keep that bootstrapped mindset, I guess, uh, and bring them on as kind of more so as partners. I mean, I was very specific about who we brought on as investors. Um, these were people that, you know, listened to like the zero to scale podcast, for example. So they understood how we operated, you know, kind of the way I, I approach business. And so they came to us and, um, you know, I, I look at them more as partners, I guess, than I do actual investors. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So were they, they actually, we're very similar this way. I'm, I have actively have many VCs and private equity firms throwing ridiculous amounts of money at this roll-up strategy I'm doing in the MarTech space. Um, well, marketing kind of B2B SaaS space, but uh, I just haven't really pulled the trigger yet. Uh, one of the things I'm thinking about though, is if you want to get someone's time like David's, uh, it makes a lot of sense or Rob's, it makes a lot of sense to take a little bit of money, right? To get some of their mind share. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they've got, you know, just successes under their belt, you know, and and they've been kind of where I want to take lead fuse. And so uh, having them as kind of a a guiding light, if you will, certainly helps. So tell us what you do. What's the company actually do? What do I do or the the company itself? What is lead? Yeah. If someone's listening right now, they're going, I wonder if I should use these lead fuse guys. What would you tell them? Yeah. So, I mean, essentially, you know, if you're, you know, trying to grow your sales and, and obviously you need lead generation to be a part of that, uh, you know, LeadFuse helps you uncover contact information on your ideal customer uh, prospects, I guess, pers- prospective customers, I should say. And then, you know, you basically automates the outreach to them. So uh, I, I know you're working on something kind of in that space where, you know, it, it sends the emails and kind of automatically follows up and it's kind of the same thing. It just ties it all into one platform essentially. Oh, so, okay. So, do you have a, is yours web-based or does it actually exist inside of Gmail? No, it's, it's completely web-based. You can connect, okay. uh, you know, your, your Google apps or, or office 365 accounts. And is this, I mean, this, when I looked at your stuff, I mean, this looks to me more like we'll give you 500 leads. You then go kind of figure out what to do with them, but you have, it sounds like you do. I mean, do you have CRM and some of that stuff built into the back end? We actually integrate with CRM. So we want to kind of be more top of funnel. We do not want to be like the entire sales process, right? So uh, we want to focus exclusively on the lead generation part. And so, you know, kind of where we, we, you know, are are different in a sense is that not only are we just focused top of funnel, but, but also like we provide a little bit of a service. So we're more of like a a SWAS, if you will, like a software with a service Mm -hmm. in the sense that we actually help you. That's a first, Justin. That was pretty slick. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, so essentially like we kind of help you construct your email copy as well, because for you to have success with our platform from a customer success standpoint, we know that you're going to need to send better cold emails than, than what most people are putting together. Right. So we actually kind of based on how we started is this done for you model where you didn't even have access to software. I mean, we wrote your email scripts, we did the email sending, and then we just forwarded you leads and that kind of helped us validate things. But, um, you know, through that process, we, we got pretty good at, at sending cold emails and what that copy should be. And so we've kind of translated that over into kind of a, a service level offering that's included in the software packages. And so what is the, uh, you said you have 125 customers today. Um, what's your gross customer churn monthly? Yeah. So, so user churn or like revenue churn, gross customer churn. So we're at about 20, just under 20%, uh, which is way too high. And I've got a whole story for that, but, uh, and then revenue churn is right about 20% again, way too high. So monthly uh, or annually. Monthly, monthly. monthly yeah. yeah. So, so we're looking, you know, basically our customers stick around for about six months or so. I've noticed like some people, you know, it's like they, they, they don't want to say that, but like you, you had an interview earlier where someone said they were at like 7%, but then their lifetime value is accounted by, by calculating six months, you know? So yeah, it just, little, I mean, this stuff just like depends, yeah. right? I mean, like a, a lot of people sometimes will try and make their company a SaaS company when really they'd make so much more money if they stopped thinking about it like a SaaS company, like instead and instead right. like pay right. as you go, right? Or something or a marketplace or something like that. So that would be my question to you at 20% monthly churn, a customer sticks with you for about five months, you charge 175 bucks per month. Why not just, why not just charge up front, you know, 875 bucks? Uh, so they don't. Well, so yeah. So, so what we, so the last four months, like our, our churn skyrocketed. And so basically what's, what's happened was, uh, we, we ended up losing our CTO. And so we, we were essentially a, you know, a, a product company with no engineering help. So, you know, that you can imagine the, the, the stress is there, but essentially, uh, we, we had a product that, that, you know, honestly just was not delivering on its promise. You know, we had broken components all over the place. And so, I'm trying to kind of replace our CTO with some part-time help and, and different contractors. And that wasn't really, you know, working out so well because we were, you know, basically no one's top priority at that point. Yep. And so, you know, meanwhile, I've been kind of, while that was happening, I've been still looking for that, that guy to come in and just take over. And Did so, he have equity, the uh, CTO? Just, just, uh, yeah. So we, I bought him out essentially. Yeah. So he, he's no longer, you know, he no longer has a stake. Uh, but, is that why you raised the capital? Uh, no, not necessarily. Um, you know, his, because the way it's structured too, is like, until you're like fully vested, like we can buy you, you know, buy you out at, at basically whatever rate essentially. Um, but you know, we, we, we were fair about it, but you know, that's not why we want, uh, why we raised money, but it was, it was not, it didn't cost much. He needed money, I guess, to, you know, to, uh, to start his next thing. And so, you know, it was, it was a pretty easy little negotiation. Why there, but. He, Justin, nobody talks about this, but it happens all the time. I lost my yeah. two co-founders at Heyo. They were both the whole tech team, right? I mean, this happens all the time. So I appreciate you talking about this kind of openly. Yeah. Why did the CTO leave? So a couple of reasons, I think, uh, you know, certainly family issues um, were, were a big part of that. You know, he was needing to be uh, involved quite a bit on on the product, obviously, as a startup early stage, you're, you're hustling. Right. And yep. so when you have a, a wife and kids that, that maybe don't understand that because you're you're previous 10 years, you weren't necessarily, you know, that involved in a bit, like you had a contracting job in his case. Um, and so, you know, this was a little different and it required a little more. 
so I think that's one thing. But then number two, you know, he had never gotten to a point with any of his little side projects that he had where there were demands, you know, like there were, there were customers and it was growing and, and this was kind of beyond what his experience level was at quite frankly. And so, you know, I think those two things combined, uh, kind of added, you know, a lot of pressure and a lot of stress that Makes he was probably taking home as well. So at least in this case, that that's kind of what transpired. And how much, what's the team size right now? Full time. So we have five full time and then kind of a, a designer as well that helps, it, uh, helps out part time. All in person or remote? No. So right now we're remote, but ironically, uh, so, uh, you know, with my agency, we were actually fully in office and, with this company, we're actually fully remote, but we're about to open an office here. And so my partner's actually going to be uh, in Phoenix, Arizona. Got it. And so we're opening an office actually in Scottsdale and my partner is moving here from, from Florida uh, at the beginning of the year. And we're going to be that? opening an office in February. Uh, Damien Thompson. Okay. Interesting. So you so had he three, was my, you had three co-founders, the CTO, him and you. Yeah. So, so Damien was actually my sales coach for about nine months before I kind of approached him about maybe shutting that down and coming to help me out. I wanted to kind of see how he operated first and foremost and, and just make sure he was legit. And so, um, he was somebody that, you know, I, I respected and, and thought highly of. And so I was like, wow, you know, instead of teaching me this stuff, you know, how about you come on and, and just get it done, you know? And so we kind of hammered out a deal literally within like 24 hours and he ended up shutting his coaching business down, came on board and, and we've been like gangbusters since. So That's great. Uh, he came on about a month or so before our CTO left, which was kind of interesting because when that happened, like our, our head of customer success left because she felt overwhelmed and uh, because we had so many bugs at the time that, you know, she just felt like, um, you know, by the time we get an, somebody in place uh, and, and we go through, you know, the learning curve there and kind of that transfer of knowledge, like she was just going to be overwhelmed. And so she left. So, yeah, it was, it was, it's been an Dude, interesting few it. months. I mean, we're literally just coming out of it in the past, like two weeks, we've got our guy and, and he's, you know, helped tremendously fix a lot of issues. And, and now we're actually starting to deliver on our promise again, good. which is good, but man, it was, it was, it was a stressful few months for Dude, sure. I get it. And there'll be more. I mean, it always happens. So, oh, yeah. so take Definitely. us through the rest of the economics real quick. What are you paying right now to acquire? customer. So interesting, we're, we're not doing any paid advertising, right? So I guess to, to calculate our, our CAC here, we're, we're kind of looking at more our salaries, to be honest. So yep. um, between Damien and myself, kind of on the sales and marketing side, what, like where we spend time, like I'm obviously doing other things and managing the product and everything else. But, um, you know, the calculation comes out right about like $300 at, at this point. Okay. And how are you finding these customers? So, you know, I, I come from a digital marketing background, right? I mean, I had the agency and so I've invested in content from the very beginning and that's driving signups uh, right now. Um, and now we're, we're, you know, starting our own outbound campaign, obviously using our, our tool as well. So uh, we've got that and then we've got some other kind of marketing channels planned for, for 2017. So what does that pitch sound like? Somebody reads your content, then there's a link to a demo or, or what's that onboarding funnel look like? Yeah, so we offer 20 leads for free. And so people can come in and, and try it out. Um, and so, you know, right now from website, like new website visitor to free trial, we're at about like 11%. Mm -hmm. And then from free trial to paid, it's about eight and a half percent on that conversion. And so uh, we want to do a couple of things there. We want to do more handholding during the trial process, obviously. Does trial uh, require a credit card or no? It does not. No. Okay. Got it. And so, yeah, so we want to kind of do some more handholding there, obviously, to help with churn. 
which is finally starting to head in the right direction now that we're, you know, fixing some of these uh, major bugs that we've had. But um, we want to do that, obviously, to also, you know, just improve the, the lifetime value as well. And Justin, what did you guys do? Uh, you said you're doing 30 grand a month recurring revenue today, December 2016. What was total 2015 revenue when you added it all up? So let's see. So it's interesting, right? Because 2015 was kind of our first year where we were doing a done for you service and we launched uh, the software kind of in the second half of the year. So we started with a done for you service just to start the business immediately, uh, validate the model and essentially self fund it versus spending, you know, eight, 10 months developing the product and, you know, hope it works. But anyways, we, we kind of launched the software late in the year and we ended the year with software revenue at about $6,500 a month in MRR. What was total? So, just add it all up to like on a cash basis, just in 2015, how much cash did you generate? Yeah. Like, so cash was about 250,000 between okay, uh, the done for you and the, and the new software. That's in a great our, way to in start. Professional services, drive cash, invest it and automate stuff. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Cool. So now that we've transitioned from that done for you into fully software, we obviously, we took a hit, you know, early this year because I decided to just shut down the done for you side. Um, so we could, you know, more so focus exclusively on software, which put us in the negative there for a little while, obviously, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll end up this year at a little over 400,000. Okay. Good stuff. Uh, real quick, cause we're running out of time. N name yep. some of the sources you're paying for your data. I mean, a lot of people pay like things like full contact, HG data. What kinds of tools are you getting your data from? Yeah, so we've got a few. Um, so obviously from our own crawling engine, uh, aside from that, you know, Clearbit, uh, full contact, tower data, you know, those are those are a few of our data providers. Got it. Very cool. Anyone more reliable than the other? Uh, no, we kind of, you know, we're, we're seeing a lot of similarities to be quite honest. Uh, so what we do with them is, is kind of rotate the, the, I guess the, the query limits there. Um, just because, you know, the accuracy is, is fairly the same across the board. Got it. Very good. Well, Justin, as you keep building this thing, where's the best place for folks to connect with you online? Yeah, you can uh, hit me up on Twitter. It's uh, JUS10McGill, Justin McGill. Guys, I get asked all the time, Nathan, you host all these interviews, hundreds of them per month. How do you do them efficiently? And guys, the answer is simple. People always agree to my calendar, back-to-back -back meetings. I batch my interviews to stay very efficient. And the way that I do it is I use a tool called Acuity Scheduling at NathanLatka.com forward slash schedule. And the reason I use them is very simple. They keep my no-show rate very low because they send out reminders about when the interview or the meeting is coming up. And also they make it very easy to to schedule time, right? I don't have to go back and forth via email 10,000 times with people I'm trying to meet with. Okay, at nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. Helps me so much. And by the way, look, I like have so many meetings. I'm the best at meetings. Okay, I do them back to back. Very, very efficient. You guys know me. Many people say I'm the most efficient they've ever seen. Okay, so I use the tool. It's so efficient. And by the way, I got Gavin. I said, Gavin, he's the CEO. I said, I want a great deal for my people. He said, Nathan, well, most people get a 14 day trial. Isn't that great? I said, no, he's giving us a 45 day free trial at NathanLatka.com forward slash schedule. That's not going to stay up forever. So go get it now. NathanLatka.com forward slash schedule. All right, Top Tribe, we'll link that in the show notes at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top 537. Again, forward slash the top 537. Justin, let's wrap up here with the famous five. These are one word answers. Number one, what is your favorite business book? The Ultimate Sales Machine by uh, Chet Holmes, the number, late Chet Holmes. Yeah, good, too, too sad. I mean, it was an unbelievable book. Uh, number, number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Let's say Elon Musk, you know, I mean, the guy's literally changing the world. So uh, those entrepreneurs only come around so often. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have like TopTal? 
Yeah, so I would say, um, I mean, aside from lead fuse, of course, I'll, and, you know, I'll avoid the, the Google Apps type answer too, and I'll give you, can I give you two? Sure. Okay, Zen Payroll and Bench.co. So to not have to worry about payroll, taxes, and, and reconciling has just been a, a huge relief, it's kind of back office type tools. Number four, yes or no, do you get eight hours of sleep every night? No, unfortunately. And, and what's your situation? Married, single, do you have kids? Married with two kids. Oh, very good. And how old are you? I am 34. All right. Last question. Take us back 14 years, Justin. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? You know, I guess uh, just in general, you know, that, that entrepreneurship was was a path you could take. You know, I didn't have any role models that, that were entrepreneurs themselves. And so uh, I think if if I knew at 20 that this was a possible way to, to make your own way in life, you know, I would have gotten started earlier. I, I waited until I was 26. So I would just say, uh, you know, take take that leap a little earlier. There you guys have it from Justin McGill, founder of LeadFuse. Take the leap earlier. They're serving 175 customers. They've raised 150 grand, did 250 grand in 2015. They're doing about a $175 ARPU. So MRR comes out to about 30 grand here in December 2016. Gross churn's too high, but they're driving that down. They're spending 300 bucks to acquire a customer that's worth about 875 people, helping them get cold email addresses and then reach out and start to close those sales with a team of five based mainly remotely, but soon to be uh, an office in Arizona. Thanks so much, Justin, for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan. If you enjoyed Justin today, go back and listen to Mark Godley yesterday. He's the CEO of HG Data, which has raised 24 million bucks and they did 10 million in 2016 revenue, helping B2B companies get accurate data. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win a hundred bucks every Monday.